Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. We are in Matthew chapter 18. And we went through verse 10 in the previous episode. I actually thought we'd get further. But have you been thinking on this? Look again what Jesus says in verse 10. See that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I say to you that their angels in heaven continually see the face of my Father who is in heaven. So we learn some things right here. These little ones that he's speaking of, yeah, likely the, the children that he's talking about. He has a child next to him, a boy. And he, remember, he's using him as an example of who's greatest in the kingdom of heaven, the one who has the attitude of the child, right? Remember, that's the whole context that he's speaking right here to the disciples. And remember, the disciples had been what? Arguing over who's the greatest. And Jesus told them, unless you're converted and become like children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Then he told them, hey, you need to alleviate the stumbling blocks in your life. And boy, that attitude they had was a major stumbling block. And so he says, do not despise one of these little ones. Don't despise the children. Don't despise the ones who believe and that are childlike in their faith and their belief. Why is that? Because they're angels. Folks, that tells us that we have, for lack of a better term, angels there are angels in heaven continually see the face of my Father who is in heaven. So that their angels continually see the face. They're in the presence of Father in heaven. They're in that holy presence, and they continually see that. These angels do something for these little ones. Okay? Now, over in Hebrews, we find out that angels are ministering spirits for those who believe. Okay? So the picture here, I think, is that you have uh, people who are despising, on one hand, these little ones that are causing them, uh, uh, creating stumbling blocks in their lives, okay? That type of despising, you have that on one side, and you have the angels who are in the very presence of the Most High God on the other side. Really, do you want to get to where you are in the situation that you're despising the little ones, that you are the stumbling block? And that you're face to face with the angels in heaven who see and are in the very presence of the Most High God day in and day out? No, you don't want to do that. Now, verse 11 through 14 give us, I think, a little more insight in how to view this. So Jesus says this See that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I say to you that their angels in heaven continually see the face of my Father who is in heaven. For the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. Now, yeah, if you look in your Bible, more than likely that verse 11 right there, the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. In the English translations, it'll have a bracket around it. Or in some translations, it may be totally gone. You may be reading the translation right now where verse 11 isn't there. But even with those that have the bracket around it, it'll have a little footnote. It'll say something like this. Early manuscripts do not contain this verse. <clears throat> okay. Well, they say it so authoritatively, even to the point to where it comes across like, well, they don't contain this verse, 
And you know what? I guess we have to put this verse in here, and we're going to put it in brackets, and we're going to do this, but we're not sure it's supposed to be in here. Other English translations just excise it, just take it out, and then they'll put a footnote down at the bottom of the page saying, well, earlier manuscripts don't have this verse. You know what? That's true. But a ton of the earlier manuscripts do have this verse. That's what they don't tell you. So you have to be careful when you see these things, okay? So he says this, The Son of Man has come to say that which was lost. Why did the Son of Man come? He came to save the ones who were lost. Question arises, who are those that are lost? <laughs> those who are not saved. Those who have not believed. Then Jesus gives a, a, a parable picture type of thing to exp explain this. And you're going to be very familiar with this, but don't let the familiarity rob you of what the Lord may be saying to you. Verse 12, Jesus continues. What do you think? If any man has a hundred sheep and one of them has gone astray, does he not leave the ninety-nine on the mountains and go and search for the one that is straying? If it turns out that he finds it, Truly I say to you, he rejoices over it more than over the ninety-nine which have not gone astray. So it is not the will of your Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones perish. It is not the will of the Father in heaven, folks, that one of the little ones will perish, that one of these children will perish. Well, is he just speaking of children? Is he speaking of uh, adults? Is he speaking of individuals? Well, here within the context, is he's speaking of children. Don't cause those that believe to stumble. He's speaking of those that are uh, children, chronologically speaking, age-wise. He's speaking of those that are children of belief-wise, whether they be 10 years of age or 50 years of age, whatever it may be. You don't cause one to stumble. But the bigger picture is, that he doesn't want any of these little ones to perish. Even the most uh, sinful adult was at some time a child. <laughs> it's a rather obvious statement, right? Rather obvious fact. But if, is it the kind of thing that Jesus doesn't want the child who's 10 years old to perish, but then when the child becomes 20, 15, 20, 25, 30, whatever it may be, and they become an abhorrent sinner, that now it's okay, the father thinks, okay, well, I gave him a chance when a child is okay for them to perish now. No, forbid that. No, 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 not at all. What Jesus is saying is that he came to seek and save the lost, and it's the will of the father. It's the will of the father for all to be saved. You see that in other portions of the scripture. Then you start getting the thing we're not going to chase right now. <laughs> but the sovereignty of God and responsibility of man. Man has a role and responsibility to respond to God. When God calls, we must what? It's only one word, folks. We must believe. Not the stuff that I covered in a previous episode. A lot of times people think, well, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to do all this kind of stuff. You know, even what Jesus said earlier, that unless you are converted, well, how are you converted? You believe. How do you become like a child? You believe. And I love how Michael Heiser phrases it, just one of the most useful phrases. It's believing loyalty. 
that you believe that Jesus is who he said he is, that you believe what he did for us. See, even the demons believe, James tells us this, they believe and they shudder. They shudder in fear. But it's not true belief because they're not loyal to God. They're loyal to Satan himself. So that's what we're called to do. So you believe. The Father seeks us. Okay? Uh, what's that song out now? The goodness of God. Okay? I had a dear friend that asked me about that. I said, well, I'm not sure. What's the, you know, I don't like that song. I'm not sure about the, the theology. What's it saying? Does God really do that? I go, oh, yeah, look at all these things. How the Lord searches out throughout the Scripture. He's searching for man. He searches for us. The eyes of the Lord roam to and fro across the earth to find a man with a heart where the Lord can strengthen him and empower him and do great things through him. Through these parables right here, the lost coin, the lost sheep, that type of thing. It's not the Father's will, the Father in heaven, for these to perish, these little ones. And you know what? The Lord doesn't cut it off at 18 years of age or 21 years of age. So folks, see to it that we don't despise. See to it that we're not a stumbling block. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. And I'll see you in the next episode.